When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast. Your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boule. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I am Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boule. As always, as we speak, the Colorado Avalanche are still the Stanley Cup champions, and they will be. For the very long foreseeable future. And I, I just think that's beautiful. Yeah, I love how you've been tweeting that out every morning. And I'm going to do my best to do that every yeah, single morning. If I, I miss, mean, if I miss the morning, I'll do what I did the other day. and be like, it's still a day where yeah, the abs are still chance. a day. Still a day. It, it still feels surreal, but also at the same time, we were on the train back. We looked at each other and we go, can you believe they won on Sunday? Doesn't Sunday feel like nine years ago? It and, does. And it's not even been a week. And... It still doesn't feel real. Um, even at the parade today, I was still thinking, I'm like, oh, this, oh, oh shit, like, we actually won this thing. Um, it felt weird because I planned, like, for the entire thing. Like, I planned, like, right. okay, I need to plan for the parade and everything. I don't know. I feel like I always say it's, it just kind of felt like a formality. At it this did. Point. Not the parade. I mean, like, actually winning the thing. It was just like, well, yeah, of course they did. Of course they did because that's just who they are. Um, do you still, like... Um, like, has it still really not hit you either that like the hockey season's over and like there's no more games? It'll hit. It'll hit me when I get home tomorrow that it's over because I'm still here in Denver. We were just at the parade what four hours ago, and we were out celebrating and everything, having a great time. It'll hit me tomorrow that it's over, and because even today there's still news. There's coaches right. hiring. You had the Fiala trade yesterday. There's still hockey stuff happening at the moment, so it doesn't really feel over yet. For, for me, it hit me probably Wednesday after I'd watched the game for the second time, game six. Um, and I watched NHL Network and I'm like, oh, that's right. They have absolutely nothing to talk about yeah. anymore. Like, And for the first time with NHL Network, we have something in common. Yeah. Like, we don't know what we're doing yeah, today. We don't know what we're doing today. Um, 
I no joke, I've watched the game three or four times. Yeah. Like and I probably will tonight just go back and watch like game six against St. Louis, game four against Edmonton, just because I, I still have the itch for Av's content on my timeline and after today we may not get any for a little bit. Yeah. Um so I, I was putting my end of season uh highlights together and that was really weird putting that video together. Um It's weird not being sad. Yeah, no, it's 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 weird, like not at the end of a hockey season being like super depressed and thinking about oh if that bounce just went our way. Like, I know, like it, it's it. I think that is the weirdest feeling because you just get so used to it after so many years. It's like you watch another team win, like huh, someday that'll be us, and that actually is you, and you don't really know how to process. No, that. like I I don't know what the feeling is like. The Broncos won the Super Bowl win in twenty fifteen. That was the last time one of my teams won that I hadn't been depressed when the season ended. Um, this time was totally different because it, when the Broncos won, I was just a junior in college. Like I didn't have this, uh, I have this podcast now and I'm even more devoted to the abs than I already was at the start of this. And having that finality is crazy. Like, have you thought about that too? Where it's like, there's no way that we can go back to like, like there's going to be another year like this where it's the first year doing oh, a yeah. podcast and we win the Stanley cup. Like this was unreal for us. It sprung us as high as we, like, could have thought we could. Have, like, I remember when we were talking offline. Like, there, we'll see. Maybe we can get like a couple people to listen. And now that we have this big yeah, fan it's base, like, yeah, we'll we'll see where having two people on the show can yeah. take us. You know, might take. You know, this year we might get a little bit of growth exponential. Yeah, it exceeded. <laughs> so thank you, Avalanche, for helping Griffin and I propel us. Um, to where we are now, it's it's a surreal. Dude, we started selling a shirt. Yeah, we started selling a shirt. Which, by the way, there's we've sold a lot. There's a limited amount left. Um, go to the DenverNosebleeds.com. Buy yours. Um, we're expecting our shipment to come in of the, with them in the next week. So if you have bought one, just be patient. They're coming. Um, they are free shipping. Um, Thirty bucks, which I feel like is pretty fair. It's nothing on the uh, Nazem Kadri shirt that was worn today at the parade, but uh, for two guys who have no graphic design experience, I thought we did a pretty damn yeah, I good thought job. It was pretty decent. Also, um, we got the stickers yep. for five dollars, which so, I think are awesome. Yeah, so the stickers will be there. Get them on your water bottle. Get them on your laptop. Um, limited amount of both of them. We've sold a good amount, so thank you to everyone who's bought one so far. Isn't that uh, just weird? Yeah, it's very like, weird. We, we started this in October. And here we are. I'm in Denver for the second time watching a Stanley Cup parade, and also we're talking about oh, selling merchandise. Yeah, like that—that's crazy. Like, how did this happen? Yeah, I got lined up with a graphic designer who helped us design it. So, um, definitely, when we started this in October, I did not think this was going to happen. If they do it again next year, fucking awesome. Um, the first time is always better. Yeah, the first time the, is... The second time, we're just going to be laughing yeah. the entire time. We're, like, no one's it, touching this We're 1-0 as a podcast. 1-0. Yeah. 1-0. Um, and witnessed uh, one of the greatest teams of all time. I, I think it's fair to say that. I posed that question to Twitter, and everyone... I thought I was going to get some backlash, but pretty much everyone was like, yeah, they... I, when you really think They're going to go down it, as like, one of the greatest teams. What would be their competition in recent memory? In recent memory. It's obvious you can't go back to, like, the 1950s, Right, 70s, like, you, like the Oilers and the yeah. Islanders, you know, those are the greatest dynasties of all yeah. time, and we can have the discussion all the live long day, how those teams would have fared in the modern day, and vice versa. Doesn't really matter. In the modern day of the NHL, let's say post-lockout... Who is their competition? We can spin this as today's discussion. Yeah. I mean, to me, I look at that 2013 Blackhawks team. They were fucking amazing. I think they had that unreal point streak um, to start a year. Granted, 
it kind of has a little bit of an asterisk because that was the strike shortened season. So I think they only played, what, like 62 games? I think even less than that. Yeah, like they did not play a ton of games, but they were killer in it. I don't know their playoff stats off the top of my head for that 2013 Chicago I know they were, they, they were down 3-1 to Detroit. Yeah, like they... they uh, was that the year they played the wild round one? I think that was the year they played the wild round one. They swept them, right? It was five, I think. Was it five? Yeah, because they swept the wild in the second round when they won in 2015. First round, they won in five, seven over Detroit, five over LA, yes, and six over Boston. Yeah, like that team uh, to me that that was a great team. Um, Tampa Bay, like you can look at the bubble run, and that's kind of has a little bit of a flaw with it. Yeah, it's um, hard to really say like that team is one of the greatest of all time just because it's such an extreme yeah, circumstance. Same with the, I fully believe they would have won in a regular season. Oh, yeah. But they, yeah, they didn't did, happen. Didn't happen. So, so it's out of their control. Um, but to me, like you look at the abs from top to bottom, their weakest link was Darcy Kemper, and he was still an above average And he didn't goal. have an eye. Yeah, he didn't have an eye. So, um, oh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about there, Darcy Kemper had to go to the optometrist, what, three times a day? Three times a day. To retrain his eye. single day. Yeah. After he got poked in the eye by Ryan Johansson. Yeah. So that might be a little bit of an explanation as yeah. to why it seems like he couldn't stop things at some but point. But if you look at it too, like uh, they showed his stats in the Nashville series. He was posting at 945 before he got poked in yeah. the eye. I mean, that game too against Connor Ingram, where Ingram saved 50 shots. Kemper was still very good in yeah. that game. He was very good. So that's the weak link of this team. I mean, you're right. talking... Was a one-eyed goalie. Yeah, a one-eyed goalie. And he still was good. Um... Did we find the stats that he finished above 900 in the playoffs? I would think so. I would think that last game would push him above It should push him above it, but if you think about it, like they won a cup with a goalie who was barely getting 900. I think um, it was a 902, 902. I'm remembering seeing that yeah, right. Which isn't bad for a one-eyed goalie. Um, but Let me get it. He was a 902. 902. Right. You got it. Nail on the head. Frankie was a 906. Yeah, so... That's what you're looking at this team. Like, maybe that's their weak link, but you look at their defensemen. They had 8 to 10 NHL caliber defensemen at the start of this playoffs. Um, they needed them. They needed them with Sammy G going out. Um, they, from top to bottom, they scored 4.25 goals a game. I mean... In the in the playoffs. In the playoffs. That's nuts. That's nuts. And granted, they went up against Edmonton, who we all know. Well, they did Mike it to Smith. Tampa, too. Yeah, they did it to Tampa. I mean, in my opinion, this is... One of the greatest, like it's in the discussion for one of the greatest teams of all time. Because you look at their regular season too, they finished with 119 points. Yeah. Um, and there was a stat that I saw on NHL Network that they are like the first team to like win their conference and win the cup in like the last like 10 years. Something like that. I don't know if I maybe I think it was, I think it was the, the Blackhawks yeah. who did it last in 2013 because I think the Kings were, oh, I think they were pretty decent when they, they were a three seed. Yeah. I remember when they won. In 14, the Blackhawks were a three seed. The Penguins were two seed, two seed. Caps were behind Tampa for the East. St. Louis obviously didn't. Tampa didn't win the East either year, I don't think. Yeah, because Boston, Boston won in 2020. Won it, so, yeah, won. first since the Blackhawks. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say that they were going to go down as one of the greatest teams of all time. They're one of the deepest teams of all time. Um, and I've been watching, like, national pundits kind of say the same, too. Like, I watched a TikTok of a guy who was, like, 100,000 followers, and he was ranked the top 10 uh, cup winners in the past 10 years, and he had the absent number one. So I think th- I think that's perfectly fair. When you look at some teams, I mean, some teams just got hot at the right time. I think, really, the only th- three teams you can include in that conversation would be the 08 Red Wings, 
Oh nine Penguins were really good. They too. were good. Thirteen Blackhawks, and these Avs. Do, yeah. you want, do we do we want to put one of the Tampa teams? I think you that? have to. Yeah. Just because I mean that core was ridiculous and Vasilevsky yeah. was ridiculous, but it makes you wonder too. Can you imagine if Darcy Kemper would have been healthy all playoffs and was posting a nine forty five? Like we, you could you could make the case this team goes sixteen and two in the playoffs. Right. Sixteen and two, seventeen and one. Like they're. Or seventeen and one. There's not eighteen games. In the but that, well, that's well, that's how good they'd be. They'd win the extra one. <laughs> they'd win the extra ones. They'd win, they'd win a game like yeah. sixteen to nothing, yeah. and they just award them an extra win on a mercy. Yeah. Win. So, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. I'm sure there'll be a lot talked about uh, in this off season about it, but you're not going to find a team any deeper than this. I mean, how Joe Sackick was able to manage this under the cap and didn't have to use any LTIR is just a masterclass of it's why wizardry. Yeah, is why Joe Sackick is. Um, the best GM in the NHL, and if he doesn't win GM of the year next year at the draft, we riot. We, it's, it's not even a debate. Yeah, we can get mad about like, it. Like if Chris Drury wins it as the Rangers GM, what are we doing? Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if it happens. I mean, the 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 two time defending back to back champ is Lou Lamorello. Yeah, <laughs> give it to him again, man. Give it to him again. But I mean, he's Joe Sakic has just proven, and people ask us. Like, do you think they can win it again? Because, like, people are like, oh, what? Well, if they want to win again, they got to bring back Kadri and Berkey yeah. and everything. And while it would be amazing to oh, have yeah. those guys back and we'll get into all of that, if they do walk, I'm, I fully trust Joe Sackett yeah. to bring in the proper replacements and get this team right back to exactly where they were before. And you look at it for next year at the trade deadline, we still have our first round pick because he didn't trade it away at this trade deadline. Yeah, he didn't trade two firsts and prospects for Claude Giroux, instead, and got ben the. <laughs> Yeah, and Sherat and got the perfect addition in Arturi Lekkinen, yeah. who scored two series clinchers to send you to the Stanley Cup final and win you the Stanley Cup. Yep. I I completely trust him. Um, so the core is still intact. I'm I'm really interested to see um, what they do with Darcy Kemper, what his AAV is going to be, because I don't know if you saw this. Um, maybe you're the one who sent it to me. Uh, Mike Smith is going on LTIR. I for, did see that. For the last... Which is weird. Because yeah. was he hurt? I guess. So injury old. Yeah. Like is that is that what is that what is that what's gonna show Twitter. up on the injury report? Is just he's fucking old. He's old. Yeah. So I I'm interested to see what the market is. He's by far the best goalie on the market, and that's why I just think he comes back. Yeah. Like I think it's just as simple as that because you're not gonna sign anyone in free agency who's better. There's really not another Darcy Kemper on the market like there was last year when you lost Gruby. Who would you get that's even better than him? And I know not everyone is super high on Darcy Kemper. He's a Stanley he, Cup champion, man. He's a Stanley Cup champion. Was a 902 in the playoffs. We all know the, the eye injury. I know everyone's not super high on him. I would just ask, well, what would you do? Yeah. Who and would everyone's like, oh, you get Marc-Andre Fleury. Or uh, Jacob Markstrom. You figure out a deal you, like that yeah, or something. No, I, I don't think you do that. And if you can keep Frankie healthy and you can roll that tandem all year and Darcy only plays, what? 50 games. We forgot 40. that Frankie didn't play until yeah. the end of December. Yeah. Like, you roll that in, and I, I think this team is set in goal. Um, defensemen, we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit more, but with the emergence of Bo Byram, Sammy G coming back completely healthy, hopefully Eric Johnson comes back for one more year. If you can retain a Josh Manson, which it doesn't sound like it's we're going to. like It just doesn't even seem necessary to retain Manson, and I love Manson, but one of the things that struck me when that guy was just playing around in like armchair GM on Cat Friendly 
your defense is just kind of set by default. Yeah, you have five of them already. The guys leaving are Jack Johnson, Josh Manson, and Ryan Murray. I think Jack Johnson comes back. But like those are just the guys yeah. that are up. You still have Kale, Devon, Sam Gerrard, Bo Byram, and Eric Johnson. And you still have Curtis McDermott signed as well. You need to find a sixth defenseman yeah, again. You need, which a, is, you need a sixth defenseman. Which is the same problem we had at the start of last right. year. And you can go get a guy like Brett Kulak. Yep. And be fine. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, Josh Manson is going to get paid some money, and he, he played well enough to I hope it. he stays because I love Josh Manson. Yeah. I'm just running under the assumption a team's going to pay him like $5 million. Yeah, I'm running under that assumption too. And and people forget, like, Samuel Gerrard was hurt most of the year, so we didn't really get— He did get... a backflip at the parade yeah. and a broken sternum. Yeah, like, and he broke his sternum. Like A fully healthy Sammy Gerrard next year is—I I think he's going back to being that top four defenseman. The, the one sacrifice we made for the Stanley Cup is the Sam Gerrard shit is actually never going to end because yeah. he didn't play. He didn't play. In the final two rounds be like oh we'll see you don't need him to yeah. win you should trade him for a second line center we're just never gonna hear never the gonna end hear it. the end of now, it pe- i guess people just don't realize the fact that he broke his sternum and i've talked to you about this when where do you find broken sternums the most in real life car wrecks car accidents yeah. that's how hard he got hit yeah. it's not because he's small and fragile it's because he got hit with the force of a car yeah i mean he's we're Sammy G defenders. Um, I'm excited to see him back healthy, but you talk about it, like the holes you're going to have to replace in this lineup because if you re-sign Val, which it sounds like that's the number one priority next to McKinnon's um, contract extension, you re-sign Lekkonen to probably like a two, like a, a deal Berkey signed when he was still in RFA. I imagine they will give him a little more time. Yeah. It, that one's going to be interesting to me to see how many years he gets because he's... He kind of got fucked by the Habs on his contract currently because yeah. he's, was he 26, 27? Yeah. And usually that's the point where you start to hit unrestricted free agency. You get your big payday for yeah. five or six years. He's still a restricted free agent. He has arbitration rights. Yep. So I'm interested to see if he would take a four or five year deal or something like that, or if he takes a one, two, three year deal that walks him to free agency. I'm interested to see because, I mean, he's in a perfect situation. So, like, Lecky is, if he leaves, you're going to get compensated for it. I'm sure they'll put a first they round. Will, t- they will keep Arturi Lekkonen at very least for next season. And it's going to, if a team tries to offer sheet him, it'll have to be a hell of an offer. Well, to it's going to have to be go. an offer sheet, and the Avs are going to put a first round grade on him. Like, they'll get a first round pick. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. So, um, I think Lecky's better. And also, if, offer sheets just don't happen. Yeah, they don't they, happen. They, they happen they once matched. with Kakaniemi, and they gave him $6 million for yeah. a guy who might. One day, be a second line center. Maybe. Um, God, the Hurricanes are kind of fucked cap wise by giving that deal. That was yeah. so bad. Um, but like you're talking, you have to replace Nazem Kadri. It sounds like. I mean, I. I think they're gonna do everything they yeah, can. I to think it's fifty fifty, man. I like, really do. At the end of the year, I would have thought it was gonna be like seventy thirty. He was gone, but just the way he talks about Colorado and how much he loves it here and how much he loves his teammates. I think it's a 50-50 I, yeah, chance. I, I really do think it's 50-50. I, I think if you let him hit the market and you start letting those dollar signs come out oh, yeah. from Ottawa, Montreal, and Philly and such like that, those go down. Yeah. But Sackick and the team are going to do everything they can. But to they're going to do it back. smartly. Right. And I I and love I, Nas, but if he gets $7 million somewhere else, I think that's on the low end too. Like, I agree. I, I just I, I think a team on the lower end like Ottawa, who's desperate to bring in NHL player. caliber players yeah. to fill out their core, is going to overpay. Yeah, 
And I'm interested to see. Like, I think it's 50-50. I would love to have Nas back because he just adds that depth to the second-line center. Do I think he's going to have another year like he did this year? No, but if he goes back to a 65-point pace, that's still right. really good for a second-line center. Right. I mean, what did Deneau get last year? Uh, he went to the Kings, and the thing was, we all thought, like, oh, that's going to be a rough contract. He turned out to be one of the best mm-hmm. players on the Kings, who we will talk about later in this episode made some moves. He yeah. got five and a half. He's 29, so he's a couple years younger. And he expires after the end of the 2027 season. That's going to be a bargain deal for them if he keeps playing like that. Yeah, so he signed a six-year deal at 5.5. Yeah, I, I think Kadri had, what, 90 points this year? He would have easily hit 100. He, if, if he, he didn't hurt. get hurt towards the end, he would have hit 100. Yeah. Um, do I th- the, the abs just cannot have a player that yeah. hits 100 points. So I, I would love to have Nas back, but I think he just played too damn well. That If he gets to the that's, open market, that's I think the thing. he's gone. We're, we're talking about the emotion of Nazem Kadri and how much he loves Denver and how much this city loves him versus the logic of he would have scored 100 points this yeah. season, was a massive playoff performer even with a broken thumb, and there are teams that are going to throw a shit ton of money at him. It's just a matter of what wins. Yeah. And if he does leave, there's absolutely no hard feelings either None. way. I want, to make, I want to make sure that is yeah. extraordinarily clear. Go get your money. When he comes back to Denver for the first time, if he leaves, that is going to be one of the loudest ovations you'll hear in the regular season. Absolutely. Because he, he's he's become a fan favorite, and rightfully so. He's, he seems like a great dude off the ice. And the hell he went through this year, I mean, he, he deserves to get paid. I mean, he took a team-friendly deal last time. Um, I think he – was it him that he said, like, I want to stay in Denver, but I know my worth? Was that what he said? Was that, Am I butchering that quote? I have a vague memory yeah. of that. He like wants to stay, but he knows what he's worth. So um, I'd love to have Nas back. <laughs> I think you are closing the door on Berkey too quick. I really think he may stick around and sign like a one-year deal, like a prove-it deal again. I really do think he's going I to. I don't think so. I think there are teams, like it's the same thing, a team like Ottawa, a team like New Jersey, a team like Detroit that's looking to bolster their young cores is going to throw close to six at him. And... I don't know. The Everyone seemed to enjoy him at the parade today and was happy he was there. I just didn't get this. I just I just have a feeling that I'm wearing that jersey yeah. for the last time. I just I just have a feeling he's he's going to sign like a one-year prove deal again. He's going to go score 40 goals this year. I think he's sick of those deals. You think? I think he's signed those contracts his entire life. He's 27 now. He's off his second straight Stanley Cup. Career best years across the board. He's going to get his money some somebody has to go yeah, it's I'll, impossible to run this entire yeah. team back i'd be sick if we could but it, it is trust impossible. me i want that more than anybody but i don't want to set myself up for her yeah. so i am okay just, you're you're preparing for yes for, for the heartbreak that's I mean, fair because i mean he's signed three big contracts in his career two years one year two years he's i think he's just gonna go and sign for a like five, five to six year deal somewhere and just be like, this is my home. Yeah, that's fair. I, I I guess I'm just blindly wishful that we can get this team back together and it's going to become a harsh reality in two weeks when it, it's just not going to be that way. Um, and that's what happens when you're a good team. It's just so weird going from the parade to just like, well, now we got to talk about some of these yeah. guys leaving. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a hell of an offseason. It, alre- it already it is. It already is. We, we joked about this because we rode past Ball Arena and I was like, I'll oh, see you next year. And you guys all went, Dude, you'll see it in like three months. I know. (laughs) That's the nice part about this season going so long and them starting the next season on time is when you really think about it. We have three months. 
Right, and that's in three months from now is October first. By the yeah, time you're listening, it's October first, we'd be ten days away from the regular season and well into the preseason. Yeah. So there would already be games there. Yeah. Like that's crazy to think about. Um, I, like that's twenty five percent of the year. Yeah. Like that's very. It's a quarter of the year. Um, and I cannot wait to get back there. Opening night is going to be. A spectacle. I'm excited to see what the rings are. I mean, maybe Stan Kroenke, our king. Um, gotta, gotta love the gotta under, love, gotta the, love underdog. the underdog the, story. The fact, of Stan Kroenke. The fact, like at the parade today, me and you were probably the only ones cheering for Stan Kroenke. When okay, they okay. His name. I was cheering for him like sarcastically. Oh, I was cheering. I love Stan. Stan's the man, bro. And uh, <laughs> it's just like I, every time I hear the name Stan Kroenke, it's just like a reflex. Dude, I just go, oh, what an underdog. We story. aren't even respecting him. It's E. Stan Kroenke. Like, come on, man. We, he earned the... Yeah, he is... I mean, he's you, a, you, want to, you want to talk about a guy that just never had a go yeah, his way before never, in his life. Never. He's Stanley Kroenke. Um, they booed him, and I think... Me I would cheer him because he moved the Rams you, out of you, St. Louis. Did you see that guy who was in front of us flipping him off? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that dude was from St. Louis and was a Rams fan. Um, I mean, there's still the, the Comcast shit yeah, happening. That's true. Like, is there, like... Can you think of an owner in professional sports that people actually like? No. Like, I think that's just like, a hated like, position. I mean, Caps fans and Wizards fans like Brian McClellan for the most part. He's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, but it's like, it's a, like, just a hated position of you, envy. If you know the owner off the top of your head, they probably suck. If you don't actively follow that team, they're probably either an awful person or an awful owner. Yeah, because like, who's the Senator's owner? Well, it's not, not Melnick anymore. No, yeah, he sold him. I'm pretty sure it's, well, he died. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's his kids right okay. now who have it. But it's like I like I just think there's no owner in sports that everyone would like if you took a straw poll of them they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I love that guy." Like I, I just think he knows it's a hated position. I don't um, think he cares. He's a yeah. multi-billionaire. Yeah, he owns all these sports franchises. Um but do you got to ask the question, do the Avs get gypped on their rings because of the Rams maybe get better rings than the Avs? I don't think Rocky cares. <laughs> It's it's such a minuscule payment for him. Yeah, Wait, we're at the parade and the what? How do you pronounce his name? Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. Jokic signs a super max deal, the richest contract yep. in NBA history, and Kroenke's still there at the parade. I don't even know if he got a phone call probably saying not. that we're gonna do that. It probably was like he got a notification and was like only two hundred million. <laughs> he probably got the man. He probably turned that side like, huh? I'll go on my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, but I, I'm interested to see what he does with the rings. I'm excited to see him. Um, Altitude Sports, you've been liking my tweets on Twitter. If you want to give your boy a press pass. A job. A job. And just to cover the team in there and just be kind of a guy who's a fly on the wall that the guys just kind of like to hang out with, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Um, I'm not asking for a ring. Um, I'm just asking. But maybe a little bit. Ma- maybe a little bit. But If you have an extra one, yeah. just kind of sitting around in a warehouse. Yeah. If- or something like that. Give him the that. demo, the one that doesn't fit like McKinnon's finger. I'll take that one. Yeah. Um, you've been flirting with me on on Twitter by liking my tweets. Um, I, I know you know who I am. Like, hook your boy up. Um, God, look how far we've come. I know. In just eight in eight months. Altitude Sports. You know me. You know me. You know me. You've been flirting. Know- well, dude, they're flirting with me. I know you know. They're me. flirting with me, man. They keep liking my tweets, and me and Altitude Authentics have been flirting back and forth. Like I've been giving them dips getting, publicity getting all ser- year. It's getting serious. It's getting serious. We may move to the talking stage here pretty soon, um, but I'm I'm really interested to see how this off season pans out. I really, really am. Um, we're gonna have a lot to talk about with it. It just kind of struck me, like on the way home, like, oh my god, the draft is a week from today. A week from today, and I was, I realized 
as we were recording, looking at the dates and how many picks we have, I was like, oh, man, we're going to have to fatten out a way to talk about this. No, we don't. We have yeah. a third-round pick. Yeah, we have, like, nothing. <laughs> Worth what, it. What are we St- going to talk about? Stanley Cup champion. We're going to look so. at third-round picks? I don't even know who the, like, the people after the top ten are. And, like, people are going to freak out about that, but can you remember the last time the Pittsburgh Penguins had a draft pick? No. And they've been relevant for almost 20 years now. Yeah. Like, they're always a constant topic. Draft picks, if you're good at them and you're bad, which the Avs were for a while, and you nail them... They can help build your team. But once you have the team and the core, they kind of become useless. Yeah, the, the picks you hit on are more likely to become trade bait than anything yeah. else. Like, even when the Penguins have had high round picks, they trade them. Mm-hmm. Like Kalen Addison, yep. who's now in Minnesota. They got him in the Zucker deal because Pittsburgh, they just fire prospects into the sun. When Pittsburgh actually had a top 15 pick when they lost to the Habs in the bubble, they traded it to Toronto for Kapanen. Not a great move, but still, they thought it would help them. They thought it would help. Like The draft picks are great when you need them, but the Avs don't really need them right now. Right, and this this team is good at scouting, and we'll find something in yeah. the third round or in the later rounds that might turn into something eventually. And if they don't, who cares? Who cares? I mean, These are guys we're talking about help you maybe in five to six years, yeah. well, especially and, in the Avs' case. And that's the cyclical part of sports teams. Your team's really good, and then that team gets old and you suck. Like, it, it, you you try your best to prevent it. There is no way to prevent it. I mean, you, also, you look at the Caps as well. I mean, they, they've picked in the first more than the Penguins have recently. They've missed on a lot. Oh, them. yeah. Like, their their biggest hit recently was Jacob Vrana. And he's not even there anymore. Yeah, they traded him for. They're an old ass team, team, and they're about to. They're about to feel the effects oh, of that. Su- like they're not gonna suck because Ovi will be there, but they, someone's got to do something. Yeah, they could suck. I don't think they're gonna be yeah. good, but I'll save that for another yeah. time. But that's the cyclical part of teams. The Avs are in that window now where you've built a really good young team, and now you just kind of unload everything and fire the clip. Will it result in probably a five-year period where they aren't very good? Absolutely. Who cares? That's but, in like 10 years. Yeah, you're talking 10 years from now. So, I mean, all right, draft picks are great, but they're, like you just said, they're more traded than they actually hit. Like, unless you have a top five pick. Right. Like, most of the time. And, and sometimes you just, you you get a second-round pick, and it turns into Alex Tabrinkit yeah, or Seb- Nikita Kucherov. Sebastian Ajo. Yeah, Sebastian Ajo. Or something like Kirill that. Kirill like, Kaprizov in the fifth round. You can find guys. I think Kaprizov was special because no one yeah. knew if he was ever going to come over or not. But still, point taken. Johnny yeah. Gaudreau, fourth round yeah. pick. Like There are guys out there that are going to be late round picks. If you have a good scouting staff, you're going to find them. And let's him. face it, you're throwing darts at the wall. These kids are 18. Yeah. You have no idea. You, they're, they, they're not even done growing yet. Yeah. They're like Devontae's was undrafted. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to think about. <laughs> Devontae's like, went undrafted through seven rounds of, yeah. in 2012. Yeah. The worst draft of the last 10 years. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm interested to see what happens. We're going to have not very much to talk about with it, but uh, it's, kind of, it's yep. kind of a shitty draft class, it sounds it's, like. It's all right. Uh, the top's pretty good, but it's, depth-wise, it's not the best. No. Ne- it's, next it's year's. It's an appetizer for next, next year. Next year's is going to be... Chef's kiss. I mean, maybe not be a bad time for the Caps to suck next year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it may not be a bad time. They're gonna have a lot of competition. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of really. There's shitty gonna be a lot of shitty year. teams. You know who I just thought would be a great fit for Berkey or Kadri? Buffalo Sabers. Not bad. Like that would be. I would actually cheer for them if they went to that team. I think. Yeah, I can see either one of them yeah. going there. Kadri could be like a big splash move yeah. that they do. 
And then I'm, they trade him for Patrick Kane. I would love Berkey on the Sabres yeah, that'd be so sick. much. Yeah, good I, in those unis, man. I can't help but root for Buffalo yeah, like that's, so much. They're such a... They're, they're the lovable that, like, losers. That would be one of the few teams I would be like, okay, fine, I'll get the guy. Yeah. I'll get the goddamn jersey. Like, And Buffalo Sabres jerseys are pretty sweet. Like, they're, I, they they're pretty the good best, jerseys. They have the best jerseys in yeah, the league. Like, they're pretty sweet. So, totally got off topic there, but... What, what even is the topic yeah, of this true. episode? Um, like, I... I, I don't care about the draft. I'll say it that way. Yeah. Like, I don't we'll, care. We'll have another episode probably next time to talk about how much we don't care don't about care the draft about this year. Because the Avs, they don't even pick on the first day. Yeah. Like, it, it'll literally just be background noise for us. That was the funny part of what Joe Sackick said in his Stanley Cup interview. He goes, well, I guess we don't have a first or second round pick, so I guess we get an extra day to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just remember last year, like, I've said it so many times on the show, just not recently. Prospects are absolutely my blind spot. I don't know. A, oh, yeah. I do not know a goddamn thing. Everything you hear about me regarding prospects is someone else's opinion. And I read it. Yeah. So I got. I don't have. Like I have time, but I spend all my time fucking watching the NHL. Like right. Like, um, like plug it, it, for a show that's not on our network. If you're looking for that, go listen to the Calder Farm Farmstead. Like that's that's where I get most of my info from on prospects. So. Um, like if hockey ever became my full time job, you know I might watch I the WHL yeah, and things like that, just because I would get paid for that. Yeah. But not there yet. No. I'm still in college, yeah. so we're still we're still hanging out, uh, just covering the ABS. But we'll have stuff to talk about with that. Um, should we should we talk about the parade? I was gonna say that's kind of what I wanted to talk yeah. about on this episode, but I think we're what. 32 minutes in. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. Give you a little appetizer for it. A little it, appetizer for what we're going to talk about for the next little while. Yeah. Uh, the Colorado Avenge had a Stanley Cup parade today. It was awesome. Which was awesome. It was great. Uh, the only part that sucked is we had to get up at 7 a.m. to get down there for it. 7? I got up at 6, dog. Oh, yeah. I guess I got up. We left at 7. I yeah. got up at 6, too. Shit. Yeah, that's how... And Griffin and I both will openly admit we are not morning people. I am not a morning person. We are night owls. Like, I can stay up till 3 or 4 a.m. I could probably realistically stay up throughout the night and not feel it until, like, probably a little afternoon. Yeah. Like, I am the definition of a night owl. I, love I mean, sleeping. like, look at what I'm doing after this podcast. Yeah. I have a, my, my flight's at 5.15 in the morning. I'm not going to go to sleep no. because it would just be utterly useless. Yeah. You, you'll just be more tired when you wake right. up. Right. I've gotten up early three days in a row. Yeah. I haven't even mentioned this. I, I was at the top of Mount Evans the other day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Climbed a mountain. Definitely yeah. didn't drive. Now, now you're truly a fucking Colorado native. You climbed a mountain. Yeah, and now so. I have a vicious sunburn <laughs> on my neck from both days of being out in the sun yeah. for eight hours. But, yeah, we had to get up early for the parade. Um, that was the only downer. Uh, once, even then, you get like once you're on the rail, you get yeah. over it pretty quickly. We, we took the light rail down. I got a parking ticket because I parked somewhere you're not supposed to park. Which so. they had no signs No for. signs. If so. you're going to give out tickets, you need to make it abundantly clear like, hey, you cannot park yeah, here. I'm, I'm on your ass, Park Meadows, for giving me that ticket. But uh, I, I thought that ticket was hilarious because there's two parking lots. There's one yep. right next to the stairs that leads you to the rail yep. and one at the mall. And both have signs that say you can't park there. Yeah. And the one next to the rail is facing away from the parking lot. <laughs> so you can't see it. Made no so sense. So where do you park? Yeah. Like, that that was the end of our day when we were already 10,000 steps in. So that was a little bit bummer. I'm on your ass, Park Meadows, for that shit. Um, but we get down there. The train's packed. Like, I don't know why I was expecting it to be empty. Like, I, I just didn't think that maybe... Some, yeah, just sometimes you just forget other people yeah. are real. Yeah. So... We get on the train and it is packed. By the time we get like halfway down the line, it is jam packed with Avs fans. I was matching with more people today than I have in my life. Um, I also like we're in the trust tree here. I may have a slight problem with buying Stanley Cup championship gear. Like I have like 
I've already ordered. Like, I have three shirts already. Is it already. a problem if it hasn't even been a week? I know. Like, I, I have three shirts. Uh, I have three more coming. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to get like that when I get home. Yeah, like, like I may have a slight problem. I think I have, like, three hats now. Like, I bought, like, the Fanatics had, like, this commemorative, like, box you could get. No free ads, Fanatics, but... Uh, they had this commemorative box. But if you want to, yeah, if you want to sponsor, us, us, DMs yeah. are open. DMs are open. Um, Brands, please yeah. <laughs> talk to us. Yeah, talk to us. We're we're not desperate or anything. Um, but I ordered that box. Like I may have a slight problem, but I I think it's fine. But at the same time, it's like they won. They won. Buy like, the shit. It's a once in a lifetime thing, and you can catch me in Stanley Cup championship gear for probably the next like six months. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I was matching with a ton of people on the train and it was awesome um we get down there uh we get dropped off at union station we see the start of the parade and i, I i'm wondering because you went to a cup parade recently i hadn't been to a parade since 2015 it felt like we had got there at the sweet spot where we could have picked any spot on the route where we could have parked and had great spots yeah like it was we got there at the sweet spot i thought we got there a little early but we we had our picking of where we wanted to sit yeah, like we got there to the point where we weren't a freak that got there at five o'clock. We couldn't go anywhere we wanted and be alone. We would have had to really squeeze in, but we could have really picked. Realistically, we, we we got there wherever we wanted. Yeah, um, we walked all the way down to Civic Center Park where they were holding the rally. We saw them start it, um, walked back out, and still got good spots. Yeah, we got a spot like in a shade where you have like a parking garage with a fan that's yeah. blowing out. It was good stuff. One thing I will say. Having been a part of two Stanley Cup parades, this one was very efficient. It got right to the point. Oh, yeah. It I had great. A, I had a very skewed expectation of what a Stanley Cup parade was because the Caps was chaotic well, as shit. Well, to be fair, that was the Caps' first one ever. Well, that's what I mean. Like, it was chaotic as yeah. shit. Like, it was... I didn't expect the first bus to be Berkey and Kadri because the Caps had, like, an hour of corporate yeah. sponsorship. When they did it, and like they brought out all the announcers and yeah. everything, and drum lines, it took probably standing there for about three hours before we saw a player. Yeah, and this, this one was like, yeah, we were standing there for about an hour and a half after the pre-rally, but that's because the parade took about forty-five minutes to yeah. get to us, and the first one was Berkey and Kadri out and there, and I was like, oh, we're just we're, we're just going. diving right we're into going. this. We're going, and I think we both were kind of cough guard, like, holy shit, there's Berkey! I know. Berkey, our king! And then we realized Kadri was on the other side, and his daughter was there, his dad was there. Um, like, you would have thought on the first one they would have maybe put, like, Knack and, like, Nico Sturm, but no, they just dove they just first. They just dived yeah. right into that shit. And yeah, it was Berkey, Kadri, Nico Sturm, who chugged a beer right in front right of us. Right in front of us, was running all around. Did you see he did something kind of cool? I noticed this afterwards. He had all of his teammates sign his jersey on the back. Oh, that's cool. I didn't that, notice that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw in a picture he had done that. So, like, that's a great fucking memento. Um, and Berkey and Kadri, I mean, Berkey's got a broken ankle and a broken thumb. Yeah, so, broken ankle, broken yeah. thumb. Kadri's got a broken but, thumb. Like, you didn't expect them to go too crazy. But after those two came down, let me tell you, these players... We're having the fucking time of their lives, and rightfully fucking so. Like, I remember in the Broncos parade, I don't... You can chime in on the, the Capitals parade. The Capitals were fucked up. Yeah, no, like, they were fucked up, but I felt like they were interacting with fans a ton. Like, the players in the Avs, like, they were going out oh, high-fiving The Caps people. guys absolutely did. Oh, well they did? Too. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, Maybe it's just a hockey the, thing. Like, funny story, I whacked... Some people will like this. I whacked Tom Wilson in the face with a towel, but <laughs> completely accidentally, because he just all of a sudden appeared in front of me, and I was waving the towel. He was high-fiving everyone. 
and I've watched the video back, I definitely like whacked him in the there face. You with it. There you go. Some people will like. Some that, people I'm will sure. like that. But, but these but players yeah, the, were having a fucking time. Yeah, these guys were absolutely fucked up. It was awesome. None more than Miko Rantanen. Yeah, and Arturi Miko Lekinen. and Arturi Lekinen. They. I mean, hang on. We, we can't dive into that because the float that came before them was my yeah. king. Uh, Curtis McDermott. We made and eye contact. And the float before him was my new king, Jack, Jack Johnson. Johnson. No, they I, were on the same. No, it was Murray and yeah, McDermott. Murray, Murray and McDermott. McDermott. Yeah, it was Jack Johnson and Cogliano who Cogliano shaved his beard and he looks like a completely different I person. didn't recognize him. I didn't him recognize first. him either. I was like, who's, who's this guy? Oh, that's, that's Cogliano. That's um, but Curtis McDermott rolled by. I screamed very loudly. I think I was probably the only one who was like, Curtis, let's go, baby. Um, we made eye contact. He gave me a little head nod. Um, yeah, at least that, that's what I'm no, telling that, myself that in my head. Yeah, totally that's, he's not. He's definitely not lying yeah, and making it up not. for dramatic effect. Yeah, definitely not. But uh, and then we gave a precursor. I mean, Miko and Arturi Lekkinen, the two Finnish boys, they had themselves a day. They were chugging beers out of shoes. Yeah. They were catching beers from the crowd. Which okay, we gotta talk about that. That is like, I know that it's like part of like parade tradition it's extremely dangerous oh it is as like, we saw later yeah as we saw like people were just hucking beers at these guys oh yeah like they like they were straight chucking them at yeah. them too and like that it was crazy that no one like well someone did look like they got hit but we'll go on that later yeah we'll cover um, that at the end because that was at the very end that was at the very end but yeah they were just hucking beers at them miko and lucky were chugging them through their jerseys which i feel like that got started with the caps yeah that was oshi yeah it was oshi who started that um lucky was like, he actually, like, you look at him, he's kind of a tiny dude. Like, he's not the biggest dude. And he, like, did, like, a Spider-Man pose to catch a beer, chugged it through his jersey. I love that man so like, much. they were having the fucking time of their lives. And rightfully so. Like, the cup wasn't even there. I don't know if you saw it. People were, like, holding them so they didn't fall. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like, my goodness. It's like, there's no chance, like, this 110-pound woman's holding up Miko Ranton and if right. he falls, Right, like, it, like if... If gravity decides that Miko Rantanen is falling over, he's falling. Yeah, he's falling over. But uh, they're athletes. They didn't fall. Um, but their float was great. Um, who was after them? Was that was that Mac and Landy? No, I've got it all somewhere yeah. on here. I tweeted it all in somewhat of an order. But the, the Jack Johnson one was my favorite. Yeah. So I was just screaming at him, Jack, I never doubted you. You. <laughs> yeah. you can hear us. There's this poor little girl in front of us, and we kind of kept it in check. I think it only cursed a couple times. Um, but we can jump ahead to, yeah. oh, it was Nui and Byram. We almost skipped over well, them. They were at the beginning. Yeah, they were like, at the beginning. With uh, Logan and JT yeah, like, and Byram, who was mistaken for a fan. That's hilarious. I mean, those guys are fresh 21-year-olds, and they looked like guys who were fresh 21-year-olds. They were fucking all over the place. Can you, can you imagine being a security guard that yeah. almost boots one of the players back over the rail? That would have been hilarious. Like, that would have been great content. Like, I wish it happened in front of us. Um, but they were running around. Nui had Nui, his goggles uh, on. We totally skipped over Newhook. He was definitely top three most wasted. Oh, yeah. Oh, Byram, I think, was pretty high up there, dude. I, th- I think Newhook was lapping him. Yeah, Newhook. Was... Newhook had the glasses on before the parade yeah. even started. Like, these guys were fresh 21-year-olds and good for those kids, man. Like, seeing Bo Byram do that is just so, like, like I feel like a dad in that moment because it's like, yeah, good for him, man. Like, good he, for that like, kid. If there's anyone here who deserves to have that moment, yeah. it's Bo. It's Bo. Um, yeah, Newhook probably top three drunkest. We'll we'll let, I'll we'll come up with a list at the end of who your drunkest were and who I thought the drunkest yeah. were. Yeah, and um, the, the order was the Kadrian, Berkey, Sturm, LOC, JT, the goalie bus, McDermott bus, 
the Jack Johnson bus, then it was Lekkonen and Rantanen, and then it was McCarr. Oh, yeah. And the Dude, Kale Kale McCarr showed more emotion in this two-hour parade than he's shown in his three-year career. And half of it was being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because he does not like these. He does not like them, and he was was fucking hilarious, dude. He was. He was great. He was showing a ton of personality. He was out high-fiving people, too. He has the Conn Smythe with him, which I didn't realize how big that trophy is. Oh, yeah. It's massive. Like, that's the size of a torso. Yeah. Like, it's a big-ass trophy. Um, and him and Devon Taves were both just shirtless, waving their shirts around, tarps off for the boys. Um, it was weird. Like, it's I, I see Kel McCarr in a completely different light that he's just not a robot. And yeah. he's just a normal he, 20... He just doesn't enjoy yeah. social interactions he's, at he's, all. He's just a normal 23-year-old kid who... When who, almost, just, who just so happens to be the best defenseman, defenseman in the world. world. And he just seemed completely normal. And, like, he was just partying, having a good time. He just seemed like a normal 23-year-old. And that, that was that was cool to see. Like, you actually got to see some of these players' personalities that they probably hide very well from the media because... At the same time, if I'm a player, fuck the media, man. Like, they're not your friends. They're just trying to get the scoop. And it was cool to see them probably act the way they act around their teammates. Um, I guess we're media now. Fuck. I was going to say, say it's like, yeah, well, we're kind of media. Careful now. what you say yeah, there, man. We're, that we're might, kind, not, that might not be far off shit. in our future. Okay, shit. Take, redact that. Um, I'm not redacting that. You got to live, you gotta live with that. I'll live with that. But. Uh, you, it, hear, you hear all of our friends listening to this it, in, the, in the media, our yeah. media friends, God what Christian it, just said to you? Shit. Um, fuck. We don't have any. Yeah, I we made that up. I mean, we got Steve and Raj. Those are the yeah. two closest, but regardless, um, it we was did. great seeing them. Um, and then the big float came by. Um, I was a little bummed because I think if we were at the beginning, we would have seen McKinnon out because McKinnon went out, was doing high fives with the fans. Oh. By the time he had got Well, to, we got Landy. Yeah, we did get Landy, who the fucking goat. Um, he's having the time of his life. He's out high-fiving people. I, I high-fived Gabe Landeskog today. I, I told, missed. I've totally forgot that. Long arms come in handy. Being 6'6 six, six has a yeah, has not, some advantages. Yeah, some of us have to work to get yeah. that stuff. So I gave Landy a high-five. He's running around with the yeah, Swedish flag. draped in the Swedish flag. Just yeah. high-fiving guys. You got McKinnon and EJ up there on the top, yep. hoisting the cup. Like It was so cool, dude. So cool. Like that trophy, like I've seen like the Lombardi trophy, but seeing the Stanley Cup is just a whole different There's no other trophy that compares. Yeah. Like there's plenty Lombardis out there. What even is the NBA trophy? Uh, The Larry O'Brien. Larry O'Brien trophy. I always forget that. And then you're ready for the MLB. It's like the most boring name ever. It's just called the Commissioner's Trophy. Yeah. And which is hilarious because they have the worst commissioner Commissioner. in sports. Yeah. He makes Gary Bettman look good. Oh, he does. Um, And that takes a lot. That takes a lot. At least you can argue Gary Bettman likes hockey. Yeah. Mm. But, like, you can make the yeah, argument. You can make the argument. <laughs> Not to get off track. Rob Manfred fucking hates baseball. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, but seeing that trophy live is... It's an unreal experience. Um, it it was right in front of us, and that was really fucking cool. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. All you have to do is bet $5 on any team to win, and you get $100 no matter the result. It is literally free money. And if that's not enough, if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot 
at an even bigger payout. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. We get to the end of the parade, and as we forementioned with the beer cans, it looked like Gabriel Landeskog's daughter, the first daughter of Colorado sports right now, got hit with a beer can. Yeah, it looked like uh, what happened. No, Like, no one aimed it at no. her. It's someone on the other... They were on the other side yep. of the bus where we were. Someone on the opposite side threw a can at someone at the top. They dropped it, and it looked like it hit his poor daughter. And yeah. She was okay. She was okay. Yeah. But... It was just... I think it startled her more than anything. Yeah. But... <laughs> That was weird to see Landy go from party mode to dad mode like that. Yeah, like, like, the, like the switch flipped. flipped. Like he was that. sober as he could be right when that yeah. hit his daughter, and he gave her a big hug, and she was okay. But uh, all in all, like I parades are they're one of those things where they're either awesome or they suck. I don't feel like there's an in between. No, like there's no in between with parades. You either have a great experience or you have a terrible. Because parades, like it just in a vacuum, are you are standing there for hours yeah. watching people go by in cars. Yeah. And I had a great time. I don't and know about it, yeah. you. I had an outstanding time. Yeah. Took a couple shots of Pink Whitney with my sister. Um, I brought some water. Yeah. Griffin was drinking water. Um, but there were... It was awesome how many people were there. Um, I didn't realize it until they did like the pan of the... Because we were... When we went to the ceremony afterwards, we were not in the back, but kind of in the we, back. We were in the back. Yeah. We were in the back. But we knew that when we didn't choose to go sit there to watch the parade. That Right. We were going to see that, and I right. think that and was the I, right decision. It's absolutely the right yeah. decision. You go, you go see the cup and everyone in person. You get yeah. the high fives and shit. You go stand in the back and watch on the screens instead of being uh, crammed in the yeah. middle of that crowd, which might kill me. Yeah, like, like my I, social anxiety would have been. Like I would not. Imagine standing there for yeah. six hours. No, fuck that shit, dude. Like I, the heat wasn't that bad today. But no, it was still the pretty 80 degrees yeah. out there. Sun came out a little bit, as the sunburn on my neck will yeah. tell you. It, but Imagine being packed between that many oh, people for six would have been hours. Hell. Would have been hell. Six hours. Yeah. And you can't leave until everyone else leaves because no. it's so crammed in there. And like um, there there are reports that there there are people there last night. That's crazy. Um, You're nuts. I I love the abs, but I don't love them that much, man. Like I, I don't love anything that yeah, much. Like I, I have I have a limit and that, that, that was my limit right there. Um but the ceremony I thought afterwards was... I always think that's unfair to the players to make them go do that. After oh, I think that's fun. why they do it. Yeah, no. They, like, do, they just want these guys to make... Because if they cared, they would try to like bleep out the curse yeah. words and everything. Like They wouldn't just straight up put Cape Landiscott saying, here's mic. the old fuck on yeah. the team in the subtitles. Well, that's, that was the best part. Like It took a little bit for them to get all in there and probably wrangling like 20 drunk dudes. It's not easy. Um but I thought they did that ceremony really cool. I don't get it, man. And maybe you can be the voice of reason here. Why do these politicians have to like do this oh shit? Oh my fucking god! Like can, that like, was the longest part. Yeah, like these politicians like fucking just being like, "We love the ass, we love Carl." It's like homeboy. Like, buddy, we're not here to listen to you. No, like we want to see the players. We want to hear them talk. 
Like, I get it was cool to name the day, like, Colorado Avalanche Day. Like, that okay, was cool. but, like, yeah, that should take 15 seconds. Yeah, but these guys have to go up there and be like, we love the Avs, we love the state of Colorado. Like, we don't need that, man. Like, just it, let it us was, fucking... It was the same thing with the Caps yeah. parade. You had the mayor of D.C. going up there and oh. talking for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, no, and they use it as a campaign shit. It's fucking annoying. But, um, finally... Tell the Avs this podcast gets political. Yeah, for the first time all year. Um... Get politics out of my sports. <laughs> Get politics out of my sports, dog. Oh, I don't even know any of these politicians, yeah. so I don't have an opinion. We sound like one of those fucking guys on Twitter with the American flag as their avatar. Yeah, like. with, the, with sitting in the car with the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. um, but we finally get going, and just to tell how drunk these players were, like Bowen Byram, or, or they mix <laughs> I up. I think that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, is like everyone's talking, and Byram is just swaying yeah. in the background of every shot. But like they're doing the intros, and they totally skip Bo, and they <laughs> go, they go. It, it starts with whom? Why am I blanking on who was the first one Jack. to come out? Yeah, Jack Johnson, and then they fucking Bo starts walking out, and they go number six, Eric Johnson, and you're like, Whoa. and and Bo, you can you he's can like tell he's like, out. well, you can tell if he's. He's thinking like, am I just super drunk, or did, did they, they not skip? get that right? You <laughs> could, like you could tell all the three thoughts that were going yeah. through his head at that moment, and then they did it. They got him, yeah. And then they bust out Eric Johnson afterwards, um, and they go through the whole list. Kale McCarr gets a big ovation. Devon Taves gets a big ovation. McKinnon, who we haven't talked about much on this, like I, you saw just how much his teammates love him. Like he gets a lot of flack because of that fucking story that Zadorov put out, but. By all accounts, he's a great teammate. It fucking worked. Yeah. So you can't even criticize yeah. it. Like, he is... You can just see that he's beloved by his teammates, and he loves his teammates. And seeing the personality from him is always great, because he's just so fucking, like, robotic in the way he handles the media and all that shit. Um, but seeing him come out was great. Um, and then the speeches started. But I, I don't know about you. Tell me if I'm crazy. I got goosebumps when Landy came out. Like, oh yeah, I got big time goosebumps, and that was like the third time I've seen them lift the cup that day. But like him coming out with the fireworks and all that, watching on the screen, like that gave me goosebumps, and it's giving me goosebumps talking about it. Well, right even now. the the best parts before that were Sackick and Bednar, their speeches. Well, they gave the that. speeches after Landy came out. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah, yeah. But we haven't gotten to the speeches yet. Yeah, I thought I thought you were talking speeches. No, 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 no. But when he came out the first time with the cup, yeah, fireworks like, start like, going. The goosebumps for me were legit. And, like, it, it was just so cool. I've been trying to recreate what my feeling was after Game 6, and it's been impossible. That was the closest I've come to it. Um, but that was really cool. And then you already kind of touched on it, the speeches. After the politicians went up, Joe Sackick showed more emotion than you've seen him do anything. He like, was noticeably drunk. He was noticeably drunk. I, I would make the argument that he was top five drunkest, but just because he's been through it so many yeah, times, can, it just doesn't show. Yeah, he can compose himself. Because, like, for Joe Sackick to be, like, that smiling at all, yeah. unprompted, that man is a, a couple brewskis. Yeah, in. like, he's he's feeling good. Um, his speech was good. I tweeted that. I was like, Joe Sackick smiling? What the fuck is this? Like, this is how you know it's a fucking parade. Um, and then Bednar comes up, and I think that's the most memorable part of that rally. I, w- I would say so. He was, he was crying. Yeah. It was fucking awesome, man. Like, like I, d- I didn't think Bednar had tears. Yeah. Like, he's just so fucking level-headed all the time to see him show emotion and just his gratitude for the team and gratitude for Joe Sackett. Yeah, like, for having patience with him yeah. and everything. And I think we can say now, without a doubt, especially with the coaching carousel that's going on in the league, yeah. we are very lucky. 
Very to lucky have Jared to have Bednar. Jared Bednar and his speech. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it because you couldn't really hear it because we were so far yeah. Back. We were in the back. It was we had to just kind of read the subtitles. Yeah, but and you you could see the emotion and just how much the team loves him. So that was the one like uh, like emotional moment of this parade. Then we went back to the drunk foolery. Yeah, um, and then you get Landeskog hopping back out there shirtless, shirtless and, Gabe Landeskog. And we talk, I, Merry Christmas, yeah. Abs fans. <laughs> Me and you were look. I looked at it and I go. Landy, we get it, man. You're the hottest guy here. Right? You, 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 you don't gotta, need to rub, gotta it, in, rub it in. Yeah, save some for the rest of us, dude. Like you're married. Like I guess I'm practically married at this point too. But like, like he's just so good looking, and it starts raining. It's raining. This guy's shirtless with just a Swedish flag. The hoisting the Stanley yeah, Cup, and it's like, like the most attractive man yeah, in the world. It's like, come on, bro. Like we get it. You're hot. Like save some for the rest of us, dude. Um, like my sister, like I, th- I think she her jaw dropped when she saw that happen. I so. mean, mine did. Yeah, mine did too. I mean, that's a handsome fella. But uh, he gets up there and gives a speech. I, I think it was four f bombs he dropped. Yeah, it wasn't just that. one slipped. It, 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 he, he knew. Oh what yeah, he, was he doing. knew what he was doing. Yeah, and they, I think if they wanted them to not curse, they would try to get them not to. Yeah. They would have cut his mic. I think they love this mm-hmm. shit. The this is the one time the NHL just cuts loose yeah. on everything and stops pretending. Yeah. Because they love the clips that yeah. came out of this. Because I think Bennington did it when they won, right? Well, Ovi did yeah. it big time when they won. <laughs> he in, he interrupted like they cut to the music and everything. People were leaving. He cuts in. Be like, and what one one more thing? Every, I said at the beginning of the year, and it's true now. We're not gonna be fucking suck this year. <laughs> and after that, I feel like everyone just stopped giving a shit think, about cursing. I'm putting you on the spot here. Do you think there was an Avs player who was drunker than Ovi? No. Okay. Absolutely fucking okay. not. Right. Absolutely fucking not. Okay. That All is right. impossible to do. <laughs> Ovi was rolling around in, in the fountains, fountains yeah. two days before the parade. <laughs> that man was on a bender for a month. I love it, dude. Uh, like, who knows? The, the abs could be on that route, dude. A, p- a player or two could be on that route. If a player is as drunk as Ovi was, that's dangerous. That <laughs> that kills more yeah, humans. Ovi's got that Rush, Russian blood where he was like raised him on and Kuzi and Orlov. Yeah. That team... There will never be a team drunker, drunker. than the okay. Washington Fair Capitals. Enough. Ever. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but Landy gets up there, drops four or five F-bombs. <laughs> and he's he's great. Like, he, he was better. Like, Alan Roach was a great MC, but the way Landy just kept calling people up, he was the best MC of the show. You can see, even when he's drunk and wasted out of his mind, why he's the captain yeah. of the team. Everyone just like, loves he, him. He just calls the shots yeah. on everything, and no one questions it. <laughs> My favorite part, he goes, let's welcome up that old fucker, Eric Johnson. Yeah, let's, well, let's bring back the old fuck on the team, Eric Johnson. <laughs> and then EJ goes up there. EJ's been sipping Dom 42 tequila all day. Like EJ's going to have... starts chugging. Yeah, he's going to have a hangover of hangovers, because if you're old enough to drink, and I don't know, since you're not a big drinker, the number one cardinal sin of drinking is you never mix your liquors. EJ's been drinking fucking tequila, beer, high noon seltzers, fucking uh, wine. Like he's he's on a, his hangover. I don't want to be Eric Johnson tomorrow morning because he is going to be. Well, hurt. who knows if it'll bother him tomorrow morning? He might just keep drinking. Yeah, he may just keep drinking. Um, and while we're on the topic of Eric Johnson, his lives on Instagram have been just chef's kiss of content. Um, they're giving me life, um, but he gets up there. He fucking starts singing all the small things. He did it so bad. And he butchered the entire final part. Everyone's singing it. And he just like cuts to the yeah, end. He cuts to the end. Like so dramatically. Yeah. It was so funny, dude. EJ was up there. And then was it was it Mac afterwards? 
Was it Mac afterwards? I think it was it Mac. It was Mac, yeah. It was Mac. Or was it? No, it may have been Kale. It might have been Kale. Yeah. No, it was Mac. I don't remember. Right? Mac gets up there. He makes the dad joke of dad jokes and goes, I guess I finally won something after my ninth year. So It, was, it had to be Mac and then Makar, right? Yeah. Con Smythe. Yeah, because Mac went up there. His speech was probably the least memorable out of everyone's just because he didn't. I, I remember that part. He's like, yeah, I guess I finally won. Yeah. But his was short. It was like 30 seconds. Yeah, his was short. And then they get Kale McCarr up there. And he, he can tell he's, yeah. this is not his forte. No, he did not like that. But they are. They will drag him up there yeah, by he his was, collar he was so, We to. forgot they fucking put him on their shoulders. Ranton and did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, put him he's on, on Ranton and sho- like You can tell the guys were just having a blast. Because yeah. they, they know Kale is not like a, no. a party animal. No. But they will make him one. Yeah. So Kale's up on his shoulders. He goes up there and talks. Just completely deflects from anything about him and goes, let's bring up the most underrated defenseman in the league, Devon Tate. That's just the most Kale thing I've ever heard. That's he probably had a also dad the- joke to start. He had a dad joke to start. I forget what it was. Fuck, what was it? Um, I, I just remember the taste. Yeah, thing. he had a dad joke to start, and it was pretty fucking funny. Um, and he brings up Devon Taves, and that's it for him. Uh, and then they call up Kadri afterwards, right? Kadri goes up there a little was bit. It, was it Moose or Kadri next? Moose was the last one, wasn't he? Or I was think Kadri? Kadri was the last Kadri one. Because Kadri, one. I think, was a surprise. Yeah, because then Moose goes up there, and he delivers the line, like, I'm... I've spoken enough English you, you today. Could, you could tell he was going to be <laughs> yeah. the guy that just drops the quote. Yeah. And it's just like, I've I've lost the ability to speak, speak English, English today. today. <laughs> so fucking funny, Because he, he to, in my opinion, he was the drunkest man there. Yeah, okay, we can power rank our drunkest people. Um, for me, number one is Arturi Lekanen. Oh, actually, now I think I think it is Lekanen. Yeah, Lekanen Lekin, number Lekin one. Lekanen one. Two for me is Bo Byram, and then three is Alex New. Oh, Knack was pretty fucked up. I think you got to put Knack in the top three. Uh, for I me, guess I just didn't see Knack. Yeah, for me, I'm going to go Lekkonen, Byram, and Knack. That's I'm my going Lekkonen, Rantanen, and Newhook. Okay, that's fair. Lists are different. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. Th- Byram was drunk. I didn't think he was like out of his mind or anything. I thought it was pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Um, but that that was that was the end of the parade. Um, a great parade. I, I, then it started to rain at some started point. Started to rain. thunder and lightning. Well, we got that fucking emergency notice saying, hey, you guys need to find it's shelter. Like, find shelter. If you're at the parade, find shelter yeah. immediately. It's like, the, the fucking storm has passed, yeah. man. You're just going to freak everybody out. Yeah. It's probably more dangerous that you sent that out yeah. than the actual I don't think storm. anyone moved. No one moved. I was surprised. I was. I thought there was going to be like, oh my God, they're going to start a fucking panic. Yeah. Everyone's just going to fucking parade Cause out. Because like cause I've never seen one where it directly targets like a certain crowd. Yeah. Be like, if you are at the Avs parade, find shelter. Find in me. shelter. Like, I legitimately thought, like, oh my fucking god, I'm gonna they're going to start. Here. They're going to start a panic. Yeah. No. Thankfully, everyone had a brain and looked up and was like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Like, we're good. Um, I wonder if it's because our service was so bad. Maybe we just got delayed. Well, I, th- I think for emergency alerts, you get them Fair at enough. like. Yeah, my right phone away. started vibrating, and I was like, what the fuck? Well, because I... I, I, I have, like, a visceral response to that sound, like, the emergency alert sound. It yeah. just... It, like, gets me, like, up, like, what, what, what's wrong? And I heard it everywhere. Yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so, the the parade ends at that point. Um, a couple other highlights for me from the parade after we had finally gotten home. Seeing that video of Raj on the, on the yeah. fire truck just slugging a beer. Shout out to our guy, Raj. Um, what a fucking guy. Yeah, what a guy. We gotta have him on soon. Yeah, we gotta... He's probably on a bender right now too so oh, yeah i don't mean tomorrow yeah i mean let's give him a little while yeah. to come down but that's first. cool that was a cool seeing him on there i'm bummed we didn't see him like actually see him yeah 
And because I, he must have gotten off at some point because yeah. we were towards the very end. Yeah, we we would have seen him oh, if yeah. he we was still on there. Well, I, I met Steve the yeah. first time. We saw Steve. Um, he was reporting, which I I imagine is like a decent gig, but also that seems fucking miserable at the same time. Yeah. Um, I mean, you get free access to the parade. Yeah, he gets free access to the parade, but he can't like drink or do anything. But you can't so. like enjoy it properly. Yeah. So shout out our guys Steve and Raj. They they seemed like they had a good time. It was good seeing the boys. Um, but it was a hell of a parade, man. And then we tried to go to some bars afterwards, but Did as it turns work. out, when like two hundred fifty thousand people, like even if like ten thousand of them want to go to the bars, Denver's not built for that. Yeah, um, so we walked like three miles. Yeah, we walked a, a while. Um, and, and then just nothing. And then after we like walked there, and we're like, God, dude, I just really want some food. So we stopped and got some food. Rested our legs. We hadn't sat down since 7 a.m. when we were in the car. Yeah. Like... Because on the light rail, there was no seats. There were we, no we seats. We were standing yeah. since 7 a.m. Yeah. Like, we were dead tired. Poor us, right? Yeah, poor us. It was a real tough life. I had to miss work today. Um, but we got some food, made it home. Everyone took a nice long nap. Um, and I'm so glad we didn't record right after oh, the parade. Oh, yeah. This, it would have been just, well, the parade yeah. was it, uh, there... They had the cop on the bus yeah, and everything. It would have been bad. So it, it, it would have been legitimately bad content. I, I, I did feel bad because we didn't get to use the the mic and yeah, interview people. Because the, the rain, I feel like, really yeah. fucked everything up because you got people leaving. I didn't want to be the guy like people are trying to leave. Be like, hey. you want to answer a question? Who's yeah. the hottest ab yeah. on the team? I didn't want to be that jerk off. I think so. if we would have stayed at the bars, we probably could have done that. Yeah. But, yeah, sadly, we'll save that for another time. Um but all in all, man, just an absolutely unreal experience. Um, I'll remember this week for the rest of my life. It's been a pretty um, good couple of days. Yeah, it's been some good... Yeah, the since Sunday, I saw the Yavs win the Stanley Cup. I climbed a mountain and went to the parade. Yeah, and you went to a Rockies game, too. Yeah, I went, went to a Rockies, Rockies game. game, too, and they won. They won. They won. Yeah. So next time I come to Denver, I now know no Avs games, only Rockies only games. Only Rockies games. 0-3 at Avs games. One and zero at Rockies game. It's not like they played. They played the Dodgers. Yeah, they played the best team in the league. Yeah, so. and they won four they, to nothing. They won. They got a complete game shutout. Yeah. At my first, ba- I haven't been to a baseball game in like a decade. Yeah, baseball game. I love Coors Field though. Like, it's I'm, a be- it's a beautiful. I'm spoiled field. with it, but uh, I haven't been there in a minute. But all in all, man, just an absolutely unreal experience this past week. Um, I got nothing else on the parade. Do we want to just cover the f- quick free agency news real quick before yeah, we wrap we this can. episode? I mean, this this episode has already gone way longer than yeah. I ever than I ever thought we'd do on this one, but I love it so far. Uh, shit, which one do you want to talk? Let's about Let's talk first? about Fiala first. Yeah, Fiala. I feel like is the most directly yeah. affecting us. So the Wild trade Kevin Fiala to the Los Angeles Kings for the nineteenth overall pick and Brock Faber. Yep. This one I think is pretty interesting because. This makes the Wild worse, yes. for sure. But the extension that the Kings signed him to right after that, I understand. Yeah, it's mu- it, it, it's music to the ears of Nazem Kadri because Fiala got paid that. You got to imagine that's probably where Nas starts at. Yeah, and Fiala is not a center. Yeah, so um, he gets seven point seven nine. Yeah, he gets seven years, seven point nine million. Ridiculous. Yeah, man. so just, so we can essentially just call it eight. Yeah, and. I think for the Kings, I don't honestly mind it that much. It's an overpayment, for yeah. sure. Because you you're, ta- you're taking a risk on a guy who had a career year this season, and who knows if he'll replicate those numbers again. He wasn't great against St. Louis in the playoffs. I think he's a 65-point scorer. Yeah, I, I, I think he's a good player that's going to help the Kings win. 
not worth eight million dollars. No. But he... but I think for what the Kings are at right now, which is trying to take advantage of a fucking awful Pacific division. Yeah. They want to start to compete now. And as long as they don't start just chucking money in free agency and make some smart moves, I can live with this a little bit. Because I think one of the things is people will point like, oh, well, he played with Caprice. He actually didn't. He didn't play, but he got he, he wasn't the focal point. Right. And you can make the case he's not going to be the focal point on the Kings uh, with Kopitar and uh, Kempe and why am I blanking on the other guy's name? Oh, I follow. I follow. Um, Dano. Yeah. Like... And, they're building a good team. Yeah, they're gonna have Kaliev coming up yeah. soon and everything. Like and they didn't have to trade really anything for him. Yeah, they like, gave they gave up the nineteenth overall pick. They have enough prospects yeah. that they can just consider lighting draft picks well, on fire. I still think they get Chikrin in this. That offseason. would be an interesting one. I think they get Chikrin. I mean, the Kings because that, that's what they need still. Yeah. Their defense is okay. It was their dismantle in the playoffs. Yeah, like if they I had, mean, a, they didn't have Drew Doughty. Yeah, but but. I mean, if you look at it too from the Kings' perspective, because Kopitar's and Dowdy's deals gotta be coming near the end. I know there's two years left on Kopitar, and I feel like Dowdy still's got a minute left. How many oh, does he oh, have oh, left? Twenty twenty seven. Jesus Christ! Holy shit! How old is he? Thirty two. That's eleven million dollars. Yeah. No, Holy that's... shit! Okay. I did not think it was that long. Still, me either, dude. Holy shit! Holy shit! Okay, that could be a bad okay because that's because he signed it a year early. Gotcha. Okay. So it's basically a nine year contract, yeah. and this is. This coming season is year four. Holy shit. Holy yeah. shit. That's rough. That's rough. But, uh, I mean, I, I like the move for the Kings. I mean, I really do think the Wild are... They're they're just going to be stuck in hell. Like, I think they wasted their chance. Yeah. They wasted what should have been their final chance at really competing. Yeah. Because they, they made that move for Suter and Parise, buying them out. And they really didn't do anything no. with it. They didn't. They never made a big splash. They signed Fiala to one year and then lost him after that. And they used it on to flurry. On I was even in that. I was at yeah. the trade deadline. Middleton, like, yeah, and Middleton at the trade deadline. Goligowski, that's who they signed for yeah. five million dollars. Yeah, and then they that's extended what him you, too. Yeah, when well, they got him for two, which I yeah. think is I don't hate Goligowski yeah. as a player, but he in was your, scratching at the end in of your year. all-in season, yeah. that's your move. I totally agree. And this is not like coming from a place of hatred with the Wild. I'm doing my best to be objective here. I do yeah. not like this team. I think they're going to make... I, we got to see what they do first. Yeah. But I think they may get to the playoffs, but I really think they wasted their chance. Because well, now they're in cap hell. They're just going to be that constant team that is <clears throat> going to make the playoffs. They may win a series or two, but they just... They have that cap penalty for three years now. Yeah. That, like, starting this year... For the next three years, this year is t- more than twelve and a half million. Two years after that is fourteen point yeah. seven, and then after that it goes down to a paltry one point six. I mean, but you're still looking like yeah, you have Matt Boldy, you have like a couple young guys, but but Kaprizov's already twenty five. Yeah, he's, like, he's like I know he won Rookie of the Year last year. He was twenty four. Yeah, like he's, he's he's in his prime now. Yeah, this is the time to win, and he's got four years on that deal. So let's say you survive these three deals and you win a round, if you're lucky. You're talking going into the last year, you're going to have one year with Kaprizov on his contract. And then in 2025, you go all in. And there's no way Ryan Hartman's going to have as good of a year as he has. Matt Zuccarello. I think there's a lot of teams in the West that have really good years this year that are going to be in for rude awakenings. When Ryan Hartman has not that season, when Matt Zuccarello goes down from 79 points yeah. back down to the 35 he was the year before. Granted, in 42 games. But 
I just think like the Wild, we saw what happened. Like when you rely on guys having career years and they stop having careers in the playoffs, you lose. Um, and the like Wild the, have just never addressed their situation yeah. to me. I feel like they got away with it for one year, got two wins in the playoffs out of it. Yep, lost in the first round, and now we're just. Back here yeah. with them, where we're talking about, we're going to be talking about, dude, they're wasting Kaprizov before long. Well, and here's the thing, too. Like, you look at the Central Division, the Avs are clearly number one. The Blues are number two by a mile yeah. now. And the Blues, they've done a good job with yeah. building that team. I need to see what they do in the offseason and everything, but they've got a young Jordan Cairo and everything. Robert they've, Thomas. Robert Thomas. Like, they've got guys. You know, in the wild, they have Matt Boldy yeah. and everything. They have guys, Kalen Addison. But they need to rely on those guys to carry more than enough of their weight. And it seems like their priority is on re-signing Marc-Andre Fleury. Hilarious. I just I just don't get it. Yeah. I really just don't. It seems like they are going to triple down on this mistake. You have to at this point. They, they, you have to. It's a pride thing at yeah. this point. Because you traded you tra- away Kakinen. You, tra- you traded away Capo Kakinen, which I think is just a fucking awful mistake. Yeah. You start Fleury in the playoffs when Talbot was better. And now you got to keep him to save face so you don't just lit your yeah. your future goalie in a second-round pick on fire. Yeah. I, I just uh, again, go for it. Again, Fleury is a good goalie. I don't want this to be misconstrued yeah. again as Griffin hates Fleury. I do not hate Marc-Andre Fleury. I just don't get it sometimes. Yeah. He, he's good. He's just he's, he's thirty. going to be 38 this year. Yeah. Like, we've seen what happens. Like, Mike Smith, like, he on LTIR now. Like, you, you just don't know what goalies are going to be after the age of 35. So, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear-cut. Avs are number one by a mile. I think it's Blues number two. And then you probably could talk me into the Predators having a better year than the Wild. You probably could. The Central is just not looking great. No. You have the Blackhawks who are about to tear it down to yep. shreds. To shreds. Trade to brink it. Yeah. Which is baffling. The Coyotes are... They're on the up. They're Well, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. They, they they're, were on the, they're on the up by default because yeah. they have to be. We'll see if they can actually do anything with it because the, we've talked about all their draft picks for so long now. Now they have to actually hit on have them. Have to hit on them. Dallas, I think, is interesting. I They'll think, be a playoff team. Again. I think they're third in the Central. Oh, you go third with them? Okay. I, I don't know. They're a team that just screams mushy middle. Same like they were this but year. If Jake Ottinger can even be half of what he was in the playoffs, yeah, then possible. that's a that's a good team. And you gotta I, you gotta rely on the fact that Ben and Sagan have bounce back years, which is possible. And Jason Robertson is so good. Yeah, Ropehan's pretty solid too. I love their top line. Yeah. And so I I think that's third. Nashville, they're just meh forever. I mean, if UC Saros plays sixty five games. As as, <laughs> as long as David Boyle is the GM, the Predators are going to be a meh team. Yeah. They're never going to be bad. They're never going to be good. Yeah. I, it seems like they're going to resign Forsberg, from what I saw. From everything I'm seeing, it sounds like right. it seems like they're less than a million dollars apart. Yeah. But it's going to be like an eight-year contract or whatever. <sighs> I mean, it's he's 27. It's yeah. not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world, but fuck, that's a, that's a hefty price. Yeah, um, that's I mean, like you got Duchesne at eight, Johansson at eight. You're going to have Forsberg probably at nine. You got Yossi at nine. Saros is probably due for a contract too, isn't he? Or did isn't he, he just sign? Yeah, he's got three more years at okay. five, which is a very good that's, deal. That's a bargain. That's probably the best goalie contract in the league. Yeah, Shesterkins is pretty good. Is he? Did he sign his yeah, he's big four extension? Years, he's four years, $20 million. How did we forget that? Yeah. Holy he's, shit. Yeah. They that's got him, amazing. Yeah, they got him like right before he had this breakout year this year. Why so, would he sign that? I, I don't know. But yeah, they got him at yeah, a bargain. Yeah, he's got three more years at 5.6. Yeah. So, ridiculous. 
Um, but I, I agree. Like I, I think it's the Abs are the clear cut division favorites. You have no idea what the Jets are going to be. I, I like forget the Central. The Abs are just clear cut favorites again. Yeah. In the West, it's it's. I mean, you expect a bounce back year from Vegas, but that team's another year older. But they're a total wild card yeah. at this point. Like you don't who know. knows what they're going to be and what they're going to do. I think Bruce and Cassidy if, will help. Oh yeah, the, the the Golden Knights are going to make the playoffs, yeah. even with everything they went through last season. They missed by like three points. Yeah. They're going to make it, and the Pacific sucks. Yeah, you're talking about the Pacific. You have no idea what the Flames are going to be. Um, they're not going to have that good of luck again. I'll tell you what again. they are: regression, Canada. Yeah, they're going to be a big time regression because um, Daryl Sutter his like shtick works for a little bit, and then it starts I just to wear off. I, they got no injuries last year. Yeah, they were zero. completely healthy and got career years across the board. Yeah. And then, but you never know. Like Markstrom, I, has I just doubters. think next season, outside of really the Abs, is going to be such a changing of the yeah. guard that we've been due for for so long. Yeah, like I think the Caps, unless Brian McClellan pulls mm. uh, rabbit out of his hat, yeah, just some magic. Like we're not going to Backstrom next year. Yeah. Wilson's not playing until January, yeah. and the team was fucked up to hell at the end of the season. Yeah. They're probably going to be pretty shit. Yeah, and they're due to fall off. The Bruins. I think they'll still be a playoff team. I don't think they're a cup contender. I mean, they're bringing back most of the team. But that organization just seems to be intent on missing. Yeah, they want to because, I mean, you look at... I forgot that fucking... Jim Montgomery today. Yeah. Charlie McAvoy is going to be out for the That's first couple right. part of the season. Yes. I forgot about those Marchand injuries. Marchand's too. out. Yeah. Like, yep. And I mean, Bergeron's back. Yeah, Bergeron's coming back. I saw a rumor at the parade about David Krejci. So, I don't... They're a total wild card. Again, too early to get into all yeah. this. Uh, but in the West, it's the Avs and the, it's, everyone it's else. It's the Avs and um, who else? Yeah, I mean, I think Edmonton's going to be solid again. They need a fucking goalie. Yeah, they need a goalie. They need some defensemen. But, like, they're going to... The, the Pacific is, like... The Central's bad. The Pacific is laughably bad. Yeah. Like, San Jose is going to be bad. Kraken are going to be bad. I mean, the Pacific might not be that bad next year. Vancouver, Vegas, L.A., Edmonton. Well, I we're think talking about Vancouver could be trading J.T. Miller. That's true. Like, yeah, Van. There's just a ton of yeah. shit ready to happen. Like the here. Avs look like the team that has at least the plan figured out compared to the rest of the West. Yeah. Can you imagine being another team in the NHL right now? Oh, it sucks. I mean, you you think you get over the Blackhawks and then there's another one fucking yeah. pops up. It was like, oh, you get the Blackhawks three and five. You get the Penguins back to back. You get Tampa back to back. Okay, the domination's over. Enter nope. the Avs and everyone else yeah. in the NHL. Because, holy shit, are we heads and shoulders above the rest yeah. of this fucking league. And it's it's not like the Avs got a bunch of injury luck this year. Like They were banged up for most they of the year. They were hurt for 95%. Yeah. They were not healthy until Game 1 against no. Nashville. Oh, yeah, Game 1 against Nashville. Right? I thought you said Game 1. I was like, no, McKinnon had COVID, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it took the entire season for them to be like, oh, this is the fully healthy yeah. lineup. And that lasted two games. <laughs> so I, I just, the future is so bright for this team. And the rest of the league's kind of so scary. Yeah, it's weird. Like I think the Kings are going to be really good in a couple of years. I th- I think there are good teams on the rise that could challenge this yeah. team eventually. I would not be surprised if this turns into the most dominant era in franchise history. It could be, and I wouldn't be shocked. Like if we're getting real bold takes, I wouldn't be shocked if it's Avs Lightning again in the finals next year. I wouldn't be. Look, who who in the East is going to be just better next year? Yeah, Florida's good. Gonna be bad, like not Florida's, as Florida's gonna be good, but they're not gonna be that again. Yeah, I mean Carolina, we've kind of seen what Carolina is. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of sick of the Hurricanes yeah. at this point. Like shit or get off the pot. Yeah, like they're. I agree with you. The East, like everyone hyped up the East this year, and it kind of sucked. Kind of sucked. I mean, New Jersey is, I they're close. 
They're close, they, but they're they're still like three or four years away from. They, from this the I think this could be a season where they maybe potentially could. Sneak well, and they look like the Avs did after their terrible season. Well, that's what I mean. As yeah, you sneak in as a second wild card or yeah. something like that. I could see that, but it's the East got all this fucking pub, and like everyone's pumping the fucking shit off of the Rangers. Igor Shosturkin's great. He's not going to have as good of a year as Chris he had Drury this year. needs to have an amazing offseason. Yeah. Like they, they just. They're not going to get that good of a season again from fucking Igor Shosturkin. Maybe they do. Maybe they do, but I just don't see it. But I agree. I mean, there's a reason why the Avs are the odds-on favorite again to yeah. win next and year. It, and their second is the Leafs. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, the law of averages suggests eventually. Eventually. Right? But I don't think it's next year. No. So, But I think we can save all that for yeah. a future time. Yeah, we got a lot. We got three months of off-season to go. Yeah. So, um, once again, man, hell of a time having you in Colorado. It's gonna suck going back to Zoom uh, recordings again, but what a like is it? Are you gonna officially like change it to season three when the season starts, or do you, or is this the season finale? I don't know. That's a good I think question. we save the season finale until the because I get for changing it to season two. I did it for game one. one I think against we have to keep the Blackhawks. So this isn't the season finale. Even um, then, it's not really a big. I feel yeah. like this the beginning of a new season. We should have some plan for how to start it. Yeah. So, and considering we're just talking about this now, maybe yeah. this isn't the season maybe finale. Maybe this isn't, but because uh, I, I the off season counts to me as yeah. part of the same I season. I agree. So I guess realistically, it ends with the draft. True. But I don't care. Who cares? It's our show. We do what the fuck yeah. we want. Um, we make the rules here. But an unreal first year. Shout out to everyone who listened. Go get a shirt. On the DenverNosebleeds.com, we have a limited amount left, um, 30 bucks, free shipping, um, and you can have your very own Kendall shirt. Or if you just want a sticker, get a sticker. It's the best way to support us. It, um, it is. It's the best way to support us. If you're looking to go to a Rockies game like Griffin did uh, this this week, I almost just said this year, like you did go to a game this year, but it was this week, uh, make sure you use SeatGeek. Um, Number one ticketing app on the planet. Use promo code Teledabs. It is for twenty dollars off your first purchase of fifty dollars or more. We were skipping that part, so lo siento. Um, but again, unreal year, unreal team, and it's been a hell of a ride. And we're all, we're just getting started. Yeah, I, this has been a ton of fun. It's gonna feel weird going back home this time because yeah. the, the first time I was here, I was like, oh man, I'm in Denver. You know, it's a fun yeah. trip and everything. This time, it really just felt normal yeah and we could see like, daisy yeah I'm, well that's what i'm happy to go i yeah. want to go home and go see my puppy dog again but i just mean being in denver just felt so natural this yeah. time that it, it feels weird to go back home because like well what do you mean this i belong here yeah now you got three months yeah. before it but just an unreal unreal week unreal season couldn't ask for a better partner in crime to do this with um, fuck, dude, I got asked to do a radio show yesterday. Like, that was fucking I weird. I did a radio show. I, I felt bad because, like, we were both asked to do it. Yeah. But, like, I was... You were on a mountain. I was going to the mountains. Yeah. Like, the the only time yeah. I would not have been able to do that. So, we, we, we did a fucking radio show. Like, it's it's weird, dude. Um, but no one else I'd rather ride or die with in this shit. So, let's, uh, let's send these people on their merry way unless you got anything else. Absolutely. And, like Christian just said, this whole journey... I've said it a million times. I don't want to be a massive sap again, but <laughs> this whole thing has been absolutely amazing. I could not ask for a better partner in crime than you, Christian. This whole thing has been outstanding, and you helped turn this into something that is even marginally successful. So, and more importantly, fun. Yeah, we have a good time doing it. Yeah, this is just more, at the end of the day, 
it's fun. Yeah. The fact that people listen to us is a bonus. Yeah. At the end of the day, I just love doing this. The fact that I'm out here at all and got to experience any of this, least of all with a good friend, is I can't ask for anything it, more. We, so it, we we get paid for this, but it's not like we're raking in the dough. So I work a full time job, and doing this on the side was like having another full time job. But I had way more fun doing this, um, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Yeah, there's so many possibilities yep. in store for the future. We've got off-season coming up very soon. Unfortunately, not in person after this. I'm going to have to find an excuse to come back yeah. soon because I just I absolutely adore yeah. Colorado. When, are, when, are we gonna let, when should we let the listeners know another episode's come out? Do we get back on our... We'll uh, go back to our normal our schedule. Our normal schedule, yeah. so Monday, Thursday. So we'll, this one will come out Friday morning, yeah. and we'll go back to Sunday and Wednesday recording, release yeah. Monday, Thursday. Cool. Well, so I, from from here on out, normal episodes until we deem there's nothing happening, and then we'll figure whatever else out from there, and we'll let you all know what's going on. <laughs> so uh, we act like we're all prepared. We do not know what we're no. doing. So that being said, this has been a ton of fun. Colorado slash Denver, I love you. Thank you so much for having me once again. I adore this state. I adore this city. I can't wait to come back once again. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Tell It Abs Is podcast, and I guess the end of, not technically season two, but the Avs season is over, and what an ending. I couldn't have asked for this all to have gone better, and we have to thank all of you for that. So once again, let's do it one more time, see if I can do the whole outro off the top of my head once again. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at GYoungsNHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay, and you can follow the show at Tell It Abs It Is. Like Christian said earlier, use code Tell It Abs It Is on SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. And we're selling shirts now, which is still yeah. very weird to say. You can get them at DenverNosebleeds.com. Get your own uh, Jared Bednar Kendall hoisting the Stanley Cup shirt. And while these have started pretty well, if they do well, We've got some. We got some. We more may ideas. print some more. Yeah, we've got some more ideas cooking for the Av Stanley Cup run. So, if you want to see more of that, this is the best way to support us. If you do enjoy the show, we would genuinely appreciate it. This somehow has been the longest episode we've done in a long time. <laughs> somehow with no games, but thank you. If you're still here after an hour and twenty-two minutes, thank you so very much for tuning in, and we will catch you all next time before the draft. And as we really get into the offseason, who knows? We might have some extensions to talk about. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But again, Denver, thank you so much for having me. Christian, thank you so much for everything you've done with this show. And we will catch you all next time. And until then, let's go abs.